It's show 77 of the Rim Pro Report. This week, Mike Coakley of C.H. Coakley & Company and the Industry News. I'm glad you're here. Uh, this show is sponsored by our good friends at O'Neill Software. You know, it was 30 years ago that a software product was born. Fact is, it was the first commercially available record storage software, and it was called RS-DOS. The software package introduced barcoding to the ACRC population, and for those of you who don't know that term, that's the predecessor of PRISM, and they did it on a commercial scale. Tim O'Neill, the founder of the software, was told his software would never catch on in the industry, but it did, and that same spirit of innovation and leading the rim industry with great software continues to this day. If you want to learn more about them, you can do so at O'NeillSoft.com. Well, Adele and the Foo Fighters cleaned up at the Grammys earlier this week. Apparently, this song didn't win as I had hoped. You know it, right? The theme song. Welcome to the Rim, Rim, Rim Pro Reports, the one and only weekly broadcast for the Rim Support Services industry. Bustling with news, views, here's what I believe, and the latest updates. That's just them. The show is full of interesting information, stories, yes, important product and service reviews, yes, and a cast of industry characters included. Yes. <laughs> Record center operators, shred and destruction vendors, media and electronic vaulters, scanners and imaging providers. Take note, this show is for you. Now here's your host, Tom Adams. Yep, it's me. And yeah, I, I don't know what category that would have fit into into the Grammys. But whatever it is, we're now into the middle of February. Valentine's Day's past. Uh, the Grammys have been awarded. The Super Bowl win has already been forgotten. But here we are at the Rim Pro Report, keeping you up to date on the cool people and stories of the rim industry. So I'm glad you can join us. This week, I'm really excited to chat with Mike Coakley of C.H. Coakley & Company in Milwaukee. C.H. Coakley is a well-established, multifaceted rim service company, and Mike's been in the business a long time. So I not only want to hear his story, but I want to explore a bunch of things with him as we chat today. But before we call him, let me catch you up quickly on the news of the week in the rim industry. Restore PLC, that's a UK office services company that's been on this news a lot over the last year, has just announced the acquisition of Harrow Green Group of London, England. So congratulations to Nigel Dews on the sale of his company and to Restore PLC. PLC on this latest acquisition. Hey, it's birthday time. Nottingham UK-based Shred All has come a long way in the last 15 years. The company began in 97 with one employee and 50,000 pounds in capital. Owner Lloyd Williams' back bedroom served as their company's office. Today, Lloyd and Shred All have three offices and a staff of 35 employees serving more than 4,000 clients in the UK, including uh, many companies that have actual offices worldwide, and they continue to grow. I'm trying to get Lloyd to do an interview with us, but hey, congrats to Lloyd, Lucy, and Nick on 15 incredible years and wonderful success. Metrophile of South Africa continues to expand. This week they announced a new facility that expands their very solid presence in the Johannesburg market. Nade has just posted the list of approved candidates for the 2012 elections that are going to be held in Anaheim the end of March. Tom Huth and 
of All Shred Services and John Miller of West Tex will be running for president. For a complete list of names and positions that others are running for, you can check that out on the Nade website. Speaking of Nade, I love this. Nade has just added a new session to their conference in March about residential destruction. Some companies are saying that 20% of the revenue comes from the residential market. And, you know, I, I really love this idea. So great work to the conference committee from NAID. And uh, best I can tell from where I sit in the RIMPRO Report studio, that's all the news. I'm sure there's going to be another acquisition announced at some point, but I haven't been told about it yet. And, well, we got to get this out to you. And there's always a deadline. So if you have any news to share, I'd love to hear from you. Hey, I'm going to get Mike Coakley on the phone. Hang on a sec while I do. Mike Coakley is managing partner of C.H. Coakley & Company in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Under that umbrella is a full-service rim company, as well as numerous other services like moving, warehousing, and more. I am really pleased to have Mike on the line. Mike, are you there? Hello, hello, Tom. Hey, welcome to the show. It's great to have you on the RimPro Report. You've been a longtime industry guy, and apparently your family's been at this for 130 years. Tell me more. Well, actually, started back in 1888. My three uncles started the uh, moving company. It was uh, called Orange Lightning Express, then later changed its name to Coakley Brothers. Wow. And in 1978, my dad and his youngest brother, my uncle, Neil, parted ways, and we started C.H. Coakley Company at that time. Wow. Uh, you've been in the business a long time. It's uh, f How many generations have you been part of? I'm actually be number four. Four. I'm the fourth wow. generation. Wow. And do you have any uh, children involved? Well, at this time, no, I don't. Oh, all right. I've got a stepson who's in the uh, the Air Force. He just re-upped for another six years. I've got a 17-year-old, a junior in high school, and a daughter named Lindsay. Wow. He's a freshman. So, so no, nothing, no fifth generation yet to groom not, to take over. Not yet. but. Wow. My dad did start the company uh, and spun it off in 1978, so I am fourth generation. But one of his key pieces of wisdom was that we should continually to push forward and diversify. So we started off as C.H. Coakley Company yeah. Mayflower, and then we started C.H. Coakley Company Archives. And actually, I'm pleased to say that we're actually the largest off-site record retention company in the state of Wisconsin. Wow. In 2006, we bought a company called American Micrographics. That's a full-service document imaging and scanning company. And in 2003, we bought and we started and launched a company called Coakley Secure Data Service Center, which we purchased the Firelock Vault. We also, have, as I mentioned, have Coakley Mayflower. Yeah. We also have Coakley Commercial Office Moving. And then on our warehousing side, we actually own nine properties, totaling 1.2 million square feet. Oh, my gosh. So, so you you got uh, a big operation you're running. Well, we, we keep our hands full. We'll, we'll probably have about $12 million in gross revenue. Wow. And about 105 employees full-time. Seriously, 105? Correct. Wow. That's a cool story. So you got into this uh, game, obviously, a while ago. I did a little bit of digging. I hope you don't mind, but I dug a little bit and I discovered back in the day you were uh, working for a Canadian company. That's right, with your Canadian connections. That's right. I worked for the Canadian Pacific. After I got out of college, Yeah. my dad sat me down and said, Mike, you're a smart guy. You're going to learn a lot and you're going to make your share of mistakes. So you might as well do it on the Canadian Pacific Railroad <laughs> side. 
<laughs> and so I was down in Chicago for 10 years. Wow. And worked for the Canadian Pacific and the Sioux Line, and I got to be a director of marketing uh, for the, for the uh, railroad and focused on intermodal. Yeah. And then I literally jumped ship and worked for a Japanese steamship line. And I went over to spend some time in Hong Kong and, uh, and Japan. Then my dad got sick, and I came back to the family business. And that leads me to 2012. So your dad gets sick, and he, did he ask you to come back to the business at that point? Uh, the timing was right for yeah. me to come back. And, yeah, he did ask me to come back. So you start back, and uh, I, I know you gave some dates just a few minutes ago, but when did the record side of the business start to happen? The late 1970s. Okay. And you were you were with the business at that point, or it was already started by the time you got back? It was already started by the time okay. I got back. Okay. Obviously, you've said is now the largest uh, records company in Wisconsin. So tell me some of the the cool stuff you're seeing happen in that space. Because uh, I, I know that that part of the business continues to evolve and change. And, you know, we keep hearing papers on the decline. But tell me what you've done and some of the cool things you're seeing happen in the, the hard copy storage side of the business. Well, we've got uh, we've got north of one million cartons under our care custody control. And success in Milwaukee, uh, you've got to realize that Milwaukee is a, is a big town, not a small city. And success breeds success in this area. Hmm. If you're not doing a good job, you won't be in business very long. Right. And I think that, um, you know, that we do Harley, Harnischweger, A.O. Smith, Rexnor, Johns Controls. There's a lot of very prominent companies in Milwaukee. And I think, really, quite honestly, the best salesman I have is my existing clientele. Telling others and, and making them aware that, that you do the kind of service you do. Right. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've got tough competition. Milwaukee's a very competitive town. Um, we've got some of the major, some of the largest uh, archive center out there. But again, Milwaukee's a big town, not a small city. Right. And I think some of the giants uh, come in there and they might have a tendency to underestimate how business is actually done here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Along the way, you bought. You mentioned earlier you bought this company called American Micrographics, and so that that was an independent purchase of a company already doing scanning related work, or was it a print shop at that point? Actually, it was a scanning company. It started oh. in 1974. Wow! And Dave Tutai was running it, and uh, his exit out strategy. Um, well, I don't think he had one, <laughs> so I became his exit out strategy. Okay. And sometimes it's easier to buy an existing firm. Yeah. Uh, that needs uh, a shot of adrenaline uh, than it is to start from scratch. But uh, that was a company that, uh, you know, with vertical marketing, with hard copy storage, then you have the American Micrographics, the digital digital imaging side, and then don't forget we also have a Halon vault and uh, a Firelock vault from Hugh Smith called Coakley Secure Data Service Center. Right. So we use all three of those private businesses to vertical market within each other. Right. So going back, but what's interesting to me about the American Micrographics and your, your actual scanning uh, company, what's interesting to me about that is many companies are just recently within the RIM world coming to the point of recognizing the value of, of having a scanning and imaging operation. You were in it a whole lot. You know, you've been in it a lot longer than most have even been aware of it in existence. Right. So what have you learned along the way that you would 
be willing to share with the people who are just starting to get into it now in terms of its ability to produce a viable business and a viable response for them? Well, understand your strengths and understand your clients' needs. We've got a lot of clients that we target, and a lot of clients were actually going out there and buying their own scanning stations and what have you, and we're attempting to have you know, some people at the front desk, receptionists, they do scanning part-time. And what they're finding out is that, you know, this is a full-time job. Yeah. And if you're going to try to attempt to do a scanning operation on a part-time, that doesn't lead to very high productivity. What we have found is that we come into the production-style environment. We're actually scanning two shifts a day, six days a week. We even have a crew coming in on Monday for prep for the following, excuse me, on Sunday for the prep for the following Monday. Hmm. And what we're finding out now is that, if you're priced correctly when you're operating on the first shift, your second shift, because all the costs, except for a few, you know, a few dollars for labor, are actually absorbed in the first shift. So your profitability actually comes in large part on your second shift. Hmm. Wow. Well, so then it behooves you then to make sure you have a second shift based on what you just said. Well, again, yes. If you're operating correctly on the first shift, it, yeah. it makes sense. You've got all the equipment, all the buildings there. Uh, it makes sense to actually keep keep it going. Revin. Again, it's not a full shift. Um, right. It's a skeleton crew. But, again, our goal is to keep those scanners running right. and being productive. And, quite honestly, you know, there's, there's a lot of people there that are working second shift on prepping documents, and we're finding that it's uh, actually a good mix for both me and the client and the labor force. Obviously, you've been at this a long time, and you have uh, these various parts of your rim business, including the vault and, and the uh, the record storage and the the imaging and scanning division as well. I know you're doing shredding, uh, but you've been at this a long time, and I think every time I've talked to you over the years, you, you've always got something you know you're thinking about or some interesting perspective and. I'm going to ask you that today. So if you have the ability to rise up to 20,000 feet and look down at your business, what are the things you're working on or what do you think we should be as an industry working on? Well, I think during these tough times, we're not recession-proof, but we're actually doing quite well that my father put C.H. Coakley Company, myself, in a position to be successful in that we own three of our buildings free and clear. Hmm. We have no, no mortgages, no leases. That puts us in a position to be actually to be okay during these rocky times we're not immune to it we're hunkering down with our hard hats on right but at the end of the day we're fine and i think to be honest our clients want to know that we're financially sound mm-hmm. clients want to make sure that they're in business with the companies that are going to be in business today and tomorrow right and so we let the clients know that we're financially solid but i also think though that it's important that we step back i think that everyone should step back every now and then and look at their business yeah. My, my philosophy is that you should actually change accounting firms every five years hmm. in, in the sense that, you know, even if you, you're looking at your accounting operations, you know, whether you're a C corp, an S corp, whether or not you want to go from a cash to a curl as far as tax preparation, yeah. I think it's important to get a different set of eyes to yeah. look at your accounting. And then, you know what, if the new accounting group comes in there and says, you know what, everything's right on schedule, you went from a curl to a cash, everything's right on schedule, if you like that old accounting firm, you can just simply switch back in five years. I think it's important to, you know, look at your accounting. I think we're actually going through the process where we're looking at our insurance coverage again. I 
think there's a, a new player out there called Brightstone Insurance out of St. Louis. Yeah. Very smart group. Very yeah. smart group. Yeah. I think it's important that, uh, that you look at all that. And then, two, I also think it's important that as a company with, you know, with 100-plus employees, I think it's also important to have, you know, some strategies like key man insurance. Right. I, I think that's important. I think there's a lot of companies out there that are starting, that are they're up and running, they have business partners. Yet, when I talk to them, some of them don't even have, you know, buy-sell agreements in place. Hmm. So, I mean, key man insurance, buy-sell agreements, you know, they should even, you know, if you're talking about myself being a fourth-generation guy and looking at my kids, you should also have some sort of true succession planning or strategic, you know, plans to transition the company or even, you know, profit, take the profit and sell. But you should have these plans down in writing because you never know. Yeah, and I think that's the part that's really important, what you just said, Mike, which is it's easy to think about these things and sort of late at night go, oh, I should have a succession plan. But the reality is if you don't have it written down, formally stated and put in place, you run some pretty significant risk to you and your family and you know your extended you know, viability in some cases because – it's as simple as, you know, not wanting to be morbid, but it's as simple as an accident that takes you out and changes life for everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, basically a true succession plan roughly takes about five years on average to get a succession plan. I'm, I'm fortunate that I belong to a tech or a Vistage yeah. uh, business owners. And, uh, you know, these are some of the subjects that are brought up on a fairly regular basis. So, I think it's important to look at, as you just mentioned, from 20,000 feet, to take a look at your business and, you know, again, think in terms of, you know, where the direction's going and how best to, you know, how best to hold it, prep it, and move it forward. That takes, though, being willing to step outside of the day-to-day functioning of the business that so many get caught up in. And, you know, I look at your enterprise, and it seems like you've got a million things going on. You've got so many activities. There's so much stuff in play. But it, it forces you to step back on a regular basis so that you can make those strategic decisions about changing your accounting firm, about, you know, redoing all your insurance. Those take time, energy, a lot of focus to do those kind of things. But it, it sounds like you have had to make that a priority in your life. Well, I think it's important. Uh, you know, we actually have, as I mentioned, Coakley Archives, Coakley Security Data Service Center, Coakley American Micrographics, that Coakley Mayflower commercial office moving, and then the nine properties. Yeah. And years ago, you know, I, I had some good counsel uh, from my father in, in the sense that you want to keep your, again, we've got nine different real estate properties here, but yet we keep them in a, a separate LLC. Right. So you've got the operating company on one side, and then you've got the property, the real estate, on another side. Yeah. So if things ever went bad on the company side, the operating side, you still have the real estate. Right. And I think that most people will find in time that the real estate side of the equation is one way to create wealth. Right. So when you look back at the 20 years you've been involved in the business and for a significant portion of that or almost all of that as the managing partner, what are you most proud of? What are, what are the things that stand out as being the, the highlights or the things that you really feel good about? Well, the fact that we're diversified. Uh, too many times you've got companies that are uh, that are staying in one business uh, entity uh, and, and not diversifying. Right. Then if you have too many family members 
on one business, you're going to find that, you know, actually that business can't shoulder the weight of all those families. So, again, my dad was, was wise when he said diversify, diversify, diversify. So we do have, you know, basically seven different profit operating centers. We hold, I hold each one accountable for the P&L. Right. And, um, you know, again, when we launched our secure data service center with our, our, our Firelock Vault, yeah. did that in 2003. Well, to be honest, it took me till 2006 before I actually showed a profit. The same thing can be said on, on when we purchased American Micrographics in 2006. It took us a year and a half or, or two to actually get it so that it was profitable and that we actually understood exactly how to make it, and how to increase sales and increase the profits. So it's, there's no magic formula. It just takes some time, some energy, a lot of sweat energy, a lot of sweat equity. Yeah. And I think most importantly, you really, really have to focus on hiring and surrounding yourself with the right people. That truly is my number one job, to go out there, recruit, retain, brightest people I can find. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've done that. It's, I'm, I'm quite proud to say that we, we are. Good. We're actually quite successful on that. Yeah, that's great. So if that's the pride side, the diversification and really good people, if you could go back and do something a little bit differently based on what you know now and you could go back and say to yourself 20 years ago, hey, Mike, do this and something, you know, that's going to have huge advantage to you. Would there be something in in your uh, history that you wish you would have done differently? Well, I'm actually reading a book called Good to Great. Yes. And by Jim Collins. And there, there's one expression that I really, really like. It's called, good is the enemy of great. Hmm. And I sometimes look at, you know, the moving side of the equation, where C.H. Coakley, Coakley Mayflower, do an awful lot of commercial, commercial office moving. Plus, we do a lot of interstate transportation. We don't do household goods, but we do an all, a lot of STS, high value. Mm-hmm. There's always that school thought that, am I putting enough resources into the moving side? Or should I be putting more of my resources, time, energy, into the information management side? So you're always... I'm always looking at both divisions as to where I should capitalize, where I should put my energy. A smart person would say, put your energies into the, the, the most profitable and the most upside. Right. The moving side, quite honestly, is a complicated side, very labor-intensive, and it's going through a, quite a reorganization. So, you know, I'm always looking at my, my different operating centers. Um, but I'm pleased to say that uh, we're, we're profitable and we're doing well in all of our divisions. So, Where is good the enemy of the great then in that, in, in what you just said? Because you started that conversation with the good to great thing, uh, good being the enemy of great. Is there a fear then that the moving side is just good as opposed to great? I, well, we're Coakley Mayflower and Mayflower and United merged in the mid-90s. Yeah. Hence the parent companies. Unit group. Right. I think with Mayflower United, when you got number one and number three, we've got about, you know, roughly speaking, 45% market share. In the world that we operate in today, that's market dominant. But even the best moving companies out there are operating on very razor thin margins. Right. So even when we're running a really good ship, really good operations, our margins aren't quite where they used to be. Yeah. That's interesting, in it, and I really like your perspective on that. I, I find that many people who are true leaders are also pretty obsessive readers, constantly trying to dig in. So are there any other books that are, are particularly compelling for you right now? 
actually a friend of mine named Fred McGaver just wrote a book, uh, The Magic of Mentoring. And uh, it's, it's an interesting read. He's a buddy of mine, so it's, uh, that's actually on my nightstand as we speak. Well, you're proving the mentorship philosophy right here. I, I love your perspective on things. I also noticed that you're highly involved in the support and leadership of Boy Scouts. Tell me a little bit more about that. Great organization. The Milwaukee Boy Scouts is, uh, in Milwaukee here, is, a, is truly a unique organization. 96, 97% of all the money that's raised stays local. We actually have about 40,000 scouts in the Milwaukee area. 20,000 of which come from the inner city. Wow. And I'm very, very proud that I've been on the, on the board. I'm on the board of directors uh, for the Scouts, and it's a great organization. And um, I think it's just a terrific organization. That's, well, that's wonderful to hear. So what do you do for fun? Uh, if you've got a day off, and I'm not sure when you might get that, but if you do and you could do anything you want, what is it that Mike Coakley chooses to do? Well, I spend time with my family, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, it's important that, uh, that you know, with my wife, Joe, my son, Mikey, there's Lindsay, and then my stepson, Cody, that anytime we can get, get away, it's important to do that. Yeah. And I think some business owners sometimes fail to realize that, you know, they need some time away just to recharge the battery. Yeah. Sometimes we get a little bit consumed in our, in our business and what have you, and don't really, really take the time to get away and, and, and actually be with what's important. That is, you know, quite honestly, your family. Hmm. So you mentioned during the call this whole tech vistage thing where you go and hang out with other CEOs. Uh, how valuable has that been to you along the way? Extremely valuable. Yeah. I, rec- I recommend vistage or tech to, to anyone. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, when you're, when you're running a firm, uh, you have a tendency never to complain down. And uh, a good tech run by a good tech chair or Vistage chair is critical. I'm also part of Tech 22, which is a family tech group. Oh, cool. And there's a lot of big family techs in, in on this. And when you run a family business, family businesses have different nuances or complications than yeah. other companies. So I think this family tech has actually been good for me in many, many ways. Well, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. I appreciate your perspectives and, as always, have uh, have appreciated your viewpoint on the way things operate. And it, it's so cool to see the success that you've been able to create and have with a diverse operation that's truly solid and is you know really set up for the future. So congratulations on that. It's really cool to hear that. Thanks, Tom. And uh, thanks for sharing, sharing this with us today. I look forward to seeing you in the future. Thanks. Well, there you have it. Wow. Good stuff. I, I'm just really appreciative of Mike's uh, perspective on things, the, you know, the wisdom he shared about family business and all those really kind of cool things that I think sometimes we forget to think about. And so I'm very appreciative of Mike's role in uh, sharing that with us today. Thank you, too, for being here with us. Finally, let me say this show is sponsored by our friends at O'Neill Software. 
what impresses me about O'Neill is not just their dedication to great products, customer support and service, but this new development focus they have had and continue to have. So they're always thinking about where's the world going to be, not where it is right now. And that's what makes them so cool. If you want to learn more about O'Neill and these future forward thinking products, you can check them out at O'Neillsoft.com. Well, that's it for us this week. Got another great show lined up for you next week. We're going to have Jerry Dodens on the show. So be back then. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great one. We are out of here. Thanks for joining us on the Rim Pro Report with Tom Adams. If you enjoyed the show, please tell others. Our website is www.rimproreport.com where you can find show archives and a whole lot more. This broadcast is produced and hosted by Flourish Press Incorporated. Join us again soon.